Well, hello again, my friends. I hope you are you are okay. And notwithstanding all of the bad news out there, uh, look across uh, the pond and you find another British political scandal this past week. Uh, one of the biggest donors to Britain's Conservative Party is allegedly secretly funneling hundreds of thousands of dollars to the party from a Russian account, according to a bank alert filed to Britain's National Law Enforcement Agency. Now, that sounds pretty bad until you realize it's, well, it's nothing compared to how much foreign money finds its way into American elections. Some of that money is clearly illegal. You'll recall that last October, Lev Parnas, a Florida businessman who helped Rudy Giuliani's effort to dig up dirt on Joe Biden in Ukraine, was convicted of funneling a Russian entrepreneur's money to U.S. politicians. But the real scandal is how much money comes into the United States from foreigners and into U.S. elections legally. The Supreme Court's 2010 decision in Citizens United versus Federal Election Commission allows foreign entities to influence U.S. elections through investments in politically active American corporations. These foreign entities include Russian oligarchs, the Saudi royal family, European financiers, Chinese corporate conglomerates, any other people or organizations that owe their allegiance to powers other than the United States. The five-justice conservative majority in Citizens United said that when it comes to political speech, the identity of the speaker doesn't matter. And more speech is always better. Now, in dissent, Justice John Paul Stevens raised the specter of World War II's Tokyo Rose, the Japanese radio propagandist who aimed her message at U.S. troops. Stevens said the logic of the court's ruling would allow foreign spending on American elections, threatening American interests. How did the court's majority respond to Stevens' point? Well, it punted. Quote, we need not reach the question whether the government has a compelling interest in preventing foreign individuals or associations from influencing our nation's political process, unquote. That's called a punt. In hindsight, Justice Stevens was correct. If the identity of the speaker doesn't matter, and more speech is always better, what's to stop foreign spending on U.S. elections? Now, the problem essentially boils down to three big things, three facts. Number one, foreign investors now own a whopping 40% of the shares of American corporations. That's up from just 5% in 1982. Secondly, American corporations are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to influence elections. That's not even counting their separate corporate political action committees or personal donations by executives and employees. Much of this spending is through dark money channels that opened after Citizens United. Third, by law, corporate directors and managers are accountable to their shareholders, including their foreign shareholders, not to America, as the then CEO of U.S.-based ExxonMobil Corporation unabashedly stated I'm not a U.S. company, and I don't make decisions based on what's good for the United States. Now, the second and third facts, that is, American corporations spending all of that money and corporate directors and managers accountable to their shareholders, not to America, those are bad enough for American democracy. 
But add in the first factor that foreigners now own a whopping 40% of American corporations, and you've got a sieve through which foreign entities, whose interests don't necessarily align with the interests of the United States, influence American politics. Just follow the money. In recent years, Russian billionaire oligarchs have owned significant amounts of Facebook, Twitter, and Airbnb. Saudi Arabia owns about 10% of U.S.-based Uber and has a seat on its board. Many of America's largest corporations with significant foreign ownership, including AT&T, Comcast, and Citigroup, have contributed millions of dollars to the Republican Attorney General Association, which in turn bankrolled the pro-Trump rally on the morning of January 6th, the insurrection. What to do about all this? Well, the Center for American Progress has a sensible proposal. They say no U.S. corporation with 5% or more of its stock under foreign ownership or 1% or more controlled by a single foreign owner should be able to spend money to sway the outcomes of U.S. elections or ballot measures. Corporate governance experts and regulators agree that these thresholds capture the level of ownership necessary to influence corporate decision-making. Well, okay, you might say, but how to get this proposal enacted when big American-based corporations with significant foreign investment have so much influence over Congress? I think this should be an issue in the run-up to the 2022 midterms. If Republicans want to raise the utterly fake danger to the United States of undocumented immigrants voting in American elections, Democrats should turn to the real danger to American democracy of foreign money affecting American elections through foreign investments in American corporations. What do you think?